Welcome to Casual Swinger. If you're under 18, the following podcast is not appropriate for you. The subjects and language are for mature audiences only. If you're not mature in nature, just make sure you're old enough to vote. We don't take ourselves seriously, ever. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any opinions or statements made on this podcast, our website, or our blog. It's all in fun, folks. This isn't Dr. Phil. Now, consider yourself the listener properly advised. Life is hard, and you should be too. Fill her up with hap penis. With Viagra. Dick so large you'll need a barge. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Casual Swinger. My name's Mickey. And I'm Mallory. And uh, we've got episode 22. This is it. This is the last one for season one. I feel like this is a, 22 is a good place to stop. That was random, but sure. Yeah, well, it's very random. It's not that random. <laughs> we're going to arbitrarily call seasons. Well, well, I thought 22 <laughs> episodes was good because we're in the 22nd year of Viagra being a thing. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's that was totally my reason. I know it sounds totally ridiculous. But it is ridiculous. I know. I don't know. It seemed like it'd be something fun to do. So we're gonna call it at twenty two. We're gonna do twenty two episodes per season because everybody else does something different. So okay, we're we'll different. Be odd. There it is. I'm odd. I don't know. Sold. And of course, I got this new gear over here. So Mallory's looking at me like I'm a crazy person. It's hilarious. So apparently, we have some technical issues from time to time that Mickey has to go back and clean up, which I know nothing about. So he's got this little screen between us, and he looks like Mr. Wilson from Home Improvement, where it, I can only see from, like, <laughs> the ridge of his nose up. It's a sound shield. Don't pick on my sound shield. It's your sound shield. Oh, my God. It's so cool. No, but it's actually really cool. It is cool. Yeah. I like it. It's neat. And it makes me feel like I have a shield in case you throw things at me for doing random things, like saying, our season's over oh, at 22 dude, episodes. I have a wicked overhand, so yeah, <laughs> the you'll just shield lo- is not going to protect you. You'll just lob it at me. Yeah. Right? So, hey, everybody, how you doing? Welcome back to another episode of Casual Swinger. What are we talking about today? Today's episode is called Swinger Insurance. Uh, what is that? What is Swinger Insurance? What is Swinger Insurance? I know we've talked about it before. We spent some time um, like dropping... That phrase around Jeff James, for instance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so swinger insurance is is a pretty common word um, in lifestyle circles, at least. And I'm not sure which podcaster maybe, uh, maybe coined it, but it's one of many terms for pills for erectile dysfunction. Ah. You know. ED. ED. Mm-hmm. Phony bonies. Mm-hmm. Right? And so lots of us. So we're going to talk about those today. We're going to talk about kind of the history of it, where it comes from, recreational use. And we have a special guest for the segment for you we guys do. today. We're, I'm I'm. So so honored that he decided to join us. I'm very excited for our listeners to get some advice from Dr. Rick. Dr. Rick. Yeah. So we, you know, we've been looking around. We, we try to bring people to the show that we think are going to add a lot of value for you guys. And we have, of course, like Aisha Bailey, who is a lifestyle, sex positive marriage counselor and mm-hmm. therapist. We have Jeff James, who's a porn star. And now we have a doctor. Yes. So we have a legit doctor on Casual Swinger, and he's going to join us for this episode. And we have another one coming up for you guys I think you're going to love. Uh, it's a little heavier content, but I think you guys are going to love it, and Dr. Rick's agreed to help us out with it. So yeah. pretty huge. Stay so doc- tuned. Dr. Rick is going to talk about uh, you know, Viagra, Cialis, Levitra. He's going to talk about all these things in the segment today and what some other side effects are, long-term use implications, uh, really just because we're going to have some fun with it before yeah, he comes on. it's a relevant on. conversation, you know, that's lifestyle-oriented, um, but also informative. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I think that's super cool, and we're going to have some fun with that. But in the meantime, what have we been up to? I mean, we've been, like, all over the place. Yeah, we've been kind of everywhere. We had a uh, party last weekend. 
Oh, yeah. Pineapples. Yeah. Yeah. The What did you call it? The Boom Boom Fest? Yeah. What did they call it? I have a t-shirt. I just yeah. I took it out of my bag today when <laughs> I was packing. I was so confused by it, but it has to do with his birthday, right? Yeah. Okay. yeah it was, it was uh, A's Boom Boom Fest, which I guess is going to be a yearly thing on Memorial Day now, but uh, that was... That was crazy. And it was a- great. That was Donut Secrets here in the Orlando area. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a wild weekend uh, with it being a holiday. Place was packed, especially given it on, on Saturday night. Oh, you so couldn't many move. Faces. Yeah. Like, and I mean, we were handing out casual swinger swag all over the place. So, although <laughs> it was so cute to look around and see all the koozies, um, but we get to see Mark. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah, we saw Mark from Martin Carly. Uh, we saw Tara, who works for them now. We mm-hmm. saw, uh, there's so many people there. It was not even funny. Um, but, you know, the thing about Secrets, they've put so much money into that. Uh, James and Carmen have just, like, like, every time we go to Secrets, we see something new. Right? We see something they fixed, something they painted. Always. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. and the new condos that people are, I think they're down to, like, 32 condos left. Oh, wow. Yeah, and at 40 grand a piece, that's not a small investment. No, it's so. definitely not. Uh, I'm pretty impressed. Um, we got a picture with uh, Hito Harry's room. It was so cute. I was a little disappointed I really wanted to be in his room. <laughs> we were <laughs> right next our, door. Since we, he mentioned it in the interview, but we were right next door, so. I mean, we should have requested it. We should have just been like, hey, we next won't like Harry's room. Next time, for sure. They're, they're really nice looking at him. Looks like he did a good job Oh, yeah, on there's a, and they've done a really good job on a lot of those rooms. I mean, when you think about it, people really have put some of their um, personal touches on it. Like, what was it? Like, there was an Egyptian room and, like, a Wild West room, and then. That, some crazy shit. Uh, K&A's friends from South Florida were there. There's a condo at Secret Y'all that is like bomb. Oh yeah, the double fucking party condo. Yeah, it's a double. So they knock the wall out in between two of them. So you have like a kitchenette bar area with a lounge plus like the private like bedroom, bedroom which is enormous. Yeah, I think they must be a contractor whoever owns that one. Cuz I can't imagine what that would have cost to renovate. Ding. Yeah. Like, Mallory was like, uh I like this one. Yeah, can we rent that? Yeah, that is ours next time. Oh my god, it's it's like five hundred bucks a night. (laughs) Yeah, it's like going to Hito. We can go to Hito for. I can see it though. I can see the value in it, especially because they hosted just about that entire group in that room because we did the room crawl with the shots. Oh my god, which was insane. We did the uh, shot crawl between the rooms. Yes. So so this is kind of a thing, right? So what these guys do is every person makes a shot. And I know if James and Carmen are listening, this is against the rules for Secrets because Secrets wants you to drink their booze. And we did. I had like $600 in bar tabs at Secrets. So. Easy. Easy. So I drank plenty of your booze, James, I promise. But this is what we did. We had every room made a shot, was responsible for having a shot. And we had like 80 people in this crawl. So everybody made a shot. Mallory and I were the first room in the crawl. And we did a shot we call fire and ice. Oh, super easy, guys. Super easy shot, right? Crushed ice, lemonade, and fireball. Yep. And it's delicious. And uh, everybody loved it. Uh, Even if they didn't like fireball, they're like, holy shit, that's really good. But that's not the point. The point is everybody leaves. So we're cleaning up and we're like, hey, it's a good time to have us a little bit of sex. Yeah, well, I mean, we thought about joining the bar bar crawl, but there were a few stragglers. So we're like, ah, you know, people are going to show up. And And that's what happened. So every five minutes... Somebody comes and knocks on the door. Yes. I'm in the middle of getting a blowjob. <laughs> I am literally, I'm just like, boing. I'm answering the door with I a rock hard dick. I do. I love that you went to the door, hand on the hip, <laughs> cock, just a raging. <laughs> like, would you, what would you like from my penis today? Well, which way to the North Pole, Mickey? That way. <laughs> <laughs> it was so ridiculous. It was 
It was hilarious. So that happened. Um, it was a lot of fun. The bar crawl was cool. Um, A's party was great. You know, he had T-shirts for everybody. I mean, what kind of a guy? Let's just talk about you know yeah. A for a minute. What kind of a guy has a party for his birthday and buys everybody else presents? I know. Right, that's the kind of guy it's he adorable. is. It was super cool. So they're great people, and we love his wife too, and and that whole group. And uh, as a matter of fact, um, two of the pineapples are going to ferry all our crap to Nin for us. <laughs> How did that happen? I walk away, I come back, and they're like, yes, we will be your packed mules. And I'm like, oh, my God. Well, so they're driving the Bukaki bus to <laughs> Nin. I can't even go there with a Bukaki bus. It's literally an RV, right? It is. It's Full an- of pineapple people. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. named it the Bukaki bus. And it's the Bukaki bus. And what I love is in this group that they're all in. Have you seen the hats and the face shields? Oh, yeah. They've been suggesting, like, they have a beekeeper. For the driver to protect him from flying to keep semen. his view unobstructed. <laughs> I I was catching up on it and I'm crying with laughter. Oh, it's gonna be awesome. I am so getting beekeepers hats. I know, but we're not on the Bukaki bus. We're flying. I, oh I oh I know. Yeah, yeah. So and it's not that we like couldn't have been on the Bukaki bus, but I don't really want to spend fourteen hours in an RV. I wanna fly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm old and lazy. <laughs> So that is super cool of those guys. And, you know, we went out with those guys. We met them at an SDC meet and greet. That's where we met uh, uh, S&C, uh, mm-hmm. S who likes to have her ass beat. She's the pain slut. So yes. well, we love her to pieces. And her new haircut is cute. Right? I mean, she was, she's gorgeous. Yeah, she's money Smoking anyway. Hot. But there's something about it that it's just like, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, well, like I, I saw it. her, we pulled into the parking lot and she was standing outside her room and I didn't I know. recognize her. You were this close to cat calling at her, uh-huh. like, a, like a middle-aged <laughs> yeah. construction worker. <laughs> I was like, hey, <laughs> hump in the air. <laughs> it totally was. So, I, you know, and uh, so last thing about Secrets, right? So Secrets was is super cool. They did such a good job on everything. I love the shades they put over the extra pools because it does get hot as the hubs of hell in central Florida. Yeah, the they're like, um, yeah. Yeah, like a sail shield or something, yeah. like, which, was, which was a really neat way to, to help people stay in the shade. But uh, the only issue that I had at Secrets was mm-hmm. actually people. The way people Isn't act. that... Usually, I think it is. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's usually what happens because we say the same thing. The only assholes we've ever met in Jamaica were Americans. Americans. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I'm totally down. I think it's it's hard not to be warm and drinking and naked in the pool and have take advantage of the opportunities you know that are there. You it, know, whether that's getting a blowjob or getting felt up or maybe even flipping over, you know, on the side and having some sex. Yeah. That, is, that is absolutely the environment to take advantage of that. It is, but there's an etiquette to it. There is. And it's, I mean, if you're going to come. Oh, I'm going to gag. If you're going to come, don't <laughs> come in the fucking pool, right? Hold on, I'm actually gagging. <laughs> yeah, like, like, it's <laughs> like, oh, it's so bad. I mean, we were sitting there and there was okay. a couple that had obviously just yeah. met. They had obviously just met. I mean, we'd we'd watch them kind of, you know, greeting and as the afternoon progressed. And next thing you know, they're having sex in the pool. Yes. These people never got out to get protection. Nope. Uh, We watched them meet each other for the first time, introduce each other. And two hours later, they're having unprotected sex in the pool, number one. Number two, and that's fine, whatever, that's their prerogative. Uh, Knock yourself out. But the part that kind of grossed me out is when he popped having sex in the pool. Yeah, and, and everyone was, like, was just like, do to do and they go back to drinking beer and, like, hanging out. And, well, you're two, like, and then two of them just left on there, like, okay, good to meet you guys. Yeah, Take it easy. So, <laughs> like, and I, these are not pineapples, by the way. No, pineapples would no, not no, no, that. No, we were, you know. Yeah, they were just 
per, you know, peripheral types. Random so, foursome. And so what we're talking about is pool etiquette, okay? In the yeah. pool. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's get to the point here. There is no spitting, shitting, pissing, coming, or jizzing in the fucking pool. Right. Like, And if it adults. comes in your mouth, don't spit it in the pool. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Again, no spitting. <laughs> it's just so gross. And that person did that. That was the one of the people that did that. And then there was another guy with his wife that uh, he unloaded uh, in the pool. And I think one somebody uh, mentioned it. One of the pineapples saw it too. And they were like, yeah, he just straight up, you know, right in the pool. Gross. Uh, it was awful. It was disgusting. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that's the thing. Um, we always talk about it at Hedo, right? When you see the foamy stuff on the top, that's sunscreen. Sunscreen floats. If you step in it and it's slippery, you stepped in jizz. I have totally stepped in jizz before, which is why I'm gagging. <laughs> and disgusting. I I actually like cum. Cum yeah. doesn't bother me, but I, I have to welcome it into my life. Right. Like, I don't want to be accosted by it. It can't be like Ed McMahon showing up at your door with a check. right? <laughs> and congratulations, you win cum. <laughs> no. Not I, Ed McMahon's the cum. The imagery is a little off on that one, I think. Well, I mean, how about Wilford Brimley? Ew. Debitus? The jizzes. <laughs> the jizzes. But wow, we've really gotten off topic here. So uh, back to the point of the episode on Swinger Insurance. You guys probably heard that little jingle when we started this thing off. That was from one of our very good friends who uh, recorded something for us. Mallory had a great idea. Uh, when we were talking about insurance, she started singing uh, that nationwide jingle. Which I'm not going to sing now because I, I I would, but I think our listeners would never, ever tune in again. <laughs> well, my but singing yeah, we were sitting me. around drinking and, you know, it's fun to make up your own words to tunes, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, it just cracked us up so much we, we couldn't breathe. We were crying with laughter, so we asked our friends. Yeah, we made a, a bunch of them ourselves, which we never recorded. But then we said, hey, guys, you should do the Nationwide Jingle for dick pills. Yes, and so a bunch of our friends did it and we recorded it. And so we're going to kind of weave those into the episode for you guys. So if you hear them, that's what that is. It's yeah. not us. It's you guys who recorded your own. And uh, the winner is a beautiful singer out of New York City yes. by the name of Starry. So uh, hers was the best. And uh, as they were all great, all great. They this were. This one was just that extra. Oh. Over the top. Extra, extra, extra. Just so good. So we, we had to we had to throw her the win. She's going to get a casual swinger goodie bag. So when we do that kind of stuff, you guys need to play because we give away good shit. <laughs> right? We give away good stuff. So we're going to send her a goodie bag that will be a ball. Uh, really looking forward to doing that. But Yeah. Well, before we get into the next segment to uh, discuss, uh, what do you call them, phony bonies? Yeah, blue bombers. <laughs> Dicks of Phelan. What did our kids call it? Rooster Boosters? Rooster Boosters. What the fuck? <laughs> That's Anyways, my daughter. Call her Rooster Boosters. Um, remind me to tell the story about a leave. Oh, that's right. And if I forget, that's why I wanted to drop that sound bite in case I do forget. So someone gives us a hand raiser. You know, I think we're going to start the main segment today with the story of the Aleve. The Aleve. So we'll get into that in just a couple of minutes, guys. But in the meantime, Mallory's going to tell you where you can find us, and uh, we'll be back right after the break. So easy, guys. We are Casual Swinger everywhere. That's Twitter, Facebook, SDC, SLS, Cassidy, YouTube, Double Date Nation, and Instagram. That's everywhere. All right, guys. We'll be back in a few. Do we really have to fuck again? 
pussy's fried cause your cock won't die. Hey everybody, welcome back to Casual Swinger. This is Mickey. And I'm Mallory. And we're talking swinger insurance. You just heard from another one of our listeners with their jingle. So. It's so cute. I love it. That's so much fun. We really <laughs> love you guys for doing all that. I don't know where I'm going to put all these jingles, but I'm going to find somewhere to create them in. Dude, they're going to be my ringtones. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> I swear yeah. for my notifications. Oh, yeah. So good and so much fun. And, you know, it's... Uh, for us, this has just been a, a lot of fun. You know, you guys are going to hear from Dr. Rick when we're done here, and you're going to hear you know, some fairly serious stuff about yeah. swinger insurance. Yeah. Dicky doos. Sex to see. Sex to see? No. My cock's a flopping. <laughs> Didn't someone call him Charlie Sheens? Yeah. What the fuck is that? Winning. <laughs> Winning? Tiger's blood, baby. Oh my God, that'll never go. Away. I'm going to take me a little protein shake. Uh. I call them a leaves. You should call so, them a leaves. Oh so let's gosh. tell the story. Let's start this segment off mm. on Swinger Insurance on what happened when Mickey and Mallory were having a couple over. Yeah. And uh, we were going to have us a good time. Yeah, and, uh, story time, kids. Make sure that I took a little Blue Diamond Phillips. Yeah. <laughs> no? Rooster Booster. <laughs> Still my favorite. So yeah. here's what happened. So, yeah. So, um we had a couple that we were entertaining and pretty sure this tonight's the night we had met them um like one or two times before oh, yeah. hit Went it on a off. trip with them the mood was right everything organically was coming together and i was the carrier the holder of your swinger insurance you were the mule i was the mule well you got it for me upstairs you went I upstairs did. To i went it. upstairs i got it um we were entertaining at our home um sitting around the fire pit i, I went inside went upstairs got it and a horrible headache so I was like, I'm going to go ahead and take and I'll leave now because I don't want to end up being the party pooper. I want to be able to participate and not worry about my head pounding while my face is in a pillow. So I go to the kitchen. I get the bottle out, set it on the counter, empty my pockets, grab a water, take my pill, put the other pill back in my pocket and go outside. Got it. All no. is well. Everyone's refreshed. We're starting to talk sexy talk. It's it's getting real. And yeah, we're sitting around the fire, and it's it's starting to get real, and it's looking like some brown chicken. Brown. Yeah. And right. I'll never forget your face. You look over me like, are you okay? <laughs> She's got the sniffles. She's I over am, there rubbing her eyes and rubbing her nose. I mean, my eyeballs had swollen up. It was like- uh, You look like a frog. <laughs> I did. I, feel, I felt like all of a sudden like my allergies are kicking. I was like, I think it's the smoke. They smoke from the fire. They're just bothering me. I feel really weird. And then I got really like dizzy. Hey, so you went inside. You're like, I'm going to go yeah. in and get something else to drink. And I said, fine. So I'm sitting yeah. outside well, with this couple. Yeah. And I'm looking for like an antihistamine because I think I'm having like a horrible allergic reaction and I'm going to end up like in the hospital. Right. And so like I empty my pockets and I, I set my Aleve down because I was like, well, I never took it. So or your Viagra down right. is what I thought. I look down and go, oh, that's my Aleve. And I went, oh, my God, that's my fucking Aleve. <laughs> Hold so, on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back to truck up. I say, okay. And I took it. And it's been about an hour. Oh, my fucking God. I took his Viagra. <laughs> Which and I'm, I'm sitting outside and she starts waving her arms like a crazy I, person. I, 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 please help. Help. So I come inside. Now, we left the couple outside. I was so scared. Which, there's a big picture window right between the house and the fire pit. So now yes. I'm in the kitchen with Mallory mm -hmm. and she looks at me and goes, I went upstairs. I got the Viagra. I grabbed an Aleve. I came downstairs. I took my Aleve and I, I still, still have, have an Aleve. Aleve. 
And I clutched my chest and go, oh, my God, you took a Viagra. Yeah. And I fell flat on my back in the kitchen floor and said, your pussy is going to look like a cheeseburger. So he's laughing his ass off. Meanwhile, they have been watching the scene from the picture window. They run in thinking he's had a heart attack. I'm the one having the heart attack because I just took a Viagra and my heart rate's like 180 beats per second. They pounded through the door. They they saw me clutch my chest and fall to the ground <laughs> and thought that I had had the fucking big one in the kitchen. No, this asshole sits there crying, pointing at me. Saying I have a cheeseburger in my pants, and they still have no idea what's going on. Show us your cheeseburger. And she's like, it's not a fucking cheeseburger. So it tears my eyes because I, at this point, I'm like, I'm going to die. And my children are going to know that their mother passed away from taking a Viagra. And the best part is Mallory goes, how does anyone have sex in this condition? It was horrible. I couldn't breathe. Nothing. But you guys thought it was funny. It totally ruined the mood the rest of the night because it did. I felt awful oh you felt you because you still had a headache tight i still had a headache my my head was pounding i was really really stuffy like i couldn't breathe through my nose my chest was tight and i I really don't understand if that's the effect that it has across the board like that's a little distraction even if you have like a a concrete cock well i mean how do you you fuck in that condition (laughs) as a guy you know taking out a little hose equity loan is not always a bad thing as as a girl Sometimes, you know, it may be a little much. The blue yeah. vitamin was probably not for no, you. No, definitely not. I actually haven't taken a leave since. I know, but I tell you what, I monitored PTSD. I monitored your pussy closely for the next 12 hours. Poke, <laughs> poke, did. poke, poke. I flicked the nub a little bit to see if it would get big. No. No, it no. didn't. I, I, yeah, I don't really flick it. I smack it a little every once in a while. Only when I ask you to. You do like that. I do. Fucking dirty bitch. But anyway. So anyways, ladies, I took a Viagra. It didn't do anything for me. I wouldn't bother unless you feel like having a really awful head cold and a headache for like six to eight hours. Right. I mean, and so these pills, uh, you know, they are a part of the vernacular worldwide now. They really are. I think they're more commonplace than uh, people would assume. And I think in our community specifically, um, the conversations regarding them are a little more frequent. I still think there's a taboo behind them. I still think it's it's difficult for some men to um, have those conversations with their doctor or mm-hmm. with a significant other. Well, and you know, it's funny how how taboos drive us, mm-hmm. right? We talked when we talked to Cacoldrus Venus and we talked mm-hmm. about cuckolding. That's a huge taboo. You know, mm-hmm. it's such a big taboo. They actually came up with another subset. They call it stag and vixen. Yes, I saw that the other day. And they're like, "It's I like to watch my wife fuck, but I'm not a cuck." And I'm like, "Uh, okay, I guess it's just again taboos drive everything." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Subnets, you're such a fucking nerd. Uh, But (laughs) (laughs) so you know, but it's funny, you know, that swinger insurance, blue bombers, you know, hose equity loans, my dicks are failing. You know, I mean, you've got so many names for these things, Um, but. It's been around since, what, 1996? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we're talking about, you know, Pfizer, who uh, the story of this, which, by the way, the British scientist that came up with Viagra. Oh, my God. This is great. Drum roll. 1989, Albert Wood. (laughs) Dude's name is Wood. (laughs) You Uh, can't make that shit up. That is irony. But, I mean, he didn't know. It well, was supposed to be a um, heart medication for right? angina. Yes. Yeah, it was supposed to be for angina. And so here's the fun part. And I don't know if you know this or not, but your dad took out the guys that developed this drug. 
and met them by accident and told me the story, falling down laughing, how they did the test trials for this. Yes. So we actually have a direct line to yeah. these guys. I've heard that story before. Yeah. It's one of his favorites. It is one of his. Yeah. He tells it repeatedly. But yeah. this particular uh, this particular instance, they did Which the test. Which is really weird having that conversation about boner pills with your dad. <laughs> I mean, I we're progressive as hell. My but. dad gave me the first ones I ever had. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the funny part is, you know, they did these test trials and they're like, yeah, our heart condition hasn't changed, but this hard-on will not go away. <laughs> <laughs> so they were doing test trials for people with angina and their angina, their blood pressure did not improve. Nothing changed, but their dick was hard as a rock. Yeah. So they said, hey, maybe we could use this for something else. And it took them a few years, right? Not till 1991 uh, when they came out with what was affectionately called sildenafil citrate or Viagra. Uh, it was not a heart medication. So they basically were like, okay, we created this mm -hmm. chemical compound and we're going to use it to treat coronary, you know, chest pain and angina, like you said. And they were like, okay, so we're going to flip this clinical trial mm -hmm. and go, all right, we know it works really well. For erections so now let's let's put that to the test that's what they did and and, and it took until you know 1996 so seven years of trials mm -hmm. of giving people hard-ons while checking their for heart conditions can you imagine being part of that focus group i don't but how do they like i don't know how to tell people that i have a dick that won't quit yeah right i mean yeah. it's it's just craziness and it wasn't until 1998 so almost 10 years later that the fda approved it uh and Interestingly enough, in the first couple of weeks that Viagra was out, mm -hmm. 40,000 prescriptions were written in the first couple of weeks. Wow. So when we talked to Dr. Rick later, one of the first things that Dr. Rick said was he was a doctor and he, you know, he was in med school when they were handing out samples. He's like, it's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> said, this is going to be great, uh, which I think is super cool. But, you know, without giving you guys a, a step by step, you know, it really, really became part of, you know, the... Again, the vernacular for America when there, people like Rush Limbaugh and yeah. Bob Dole. Bob Dole was a, 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 what do you call it? Not an spokesperson. advocate. The spokesperson. Yeah, they, they made him the spokesperson. There was an, there's an, the Viagra NASCAR. Like yeah. it, it, it really changed a lot of the perception, you know, around erectile dysfunction. It yeah. changed because I remember I was, you know, fairly young in 1998. <laughs> going, what is this? Like ED? Yeah, what is ED? Well, I mean, Mike Ditka for Levitra uh, yeah. later on. That was in the yeah. 2000s. So they found, you know, noticeable people, people that, you know, maybe were guys, guys. I mean, Bob yeah. Dole's a war veteran. Bob Dole went on Larry King yes. in 1998, went mm -hmm. on Larry King and said, that's a great drug. <laughs> that's how he got his sponsorship gig, yeah. you know, where he could be a spokesperson. So, uh, which I think is absolutely fantastic. You know, my favorite Viagra story, though, is when the Washington Post reported that the CIA was giving out Viagra in Afghanistan to make friends. Oh my God. So we'll post the link in our show notes. You really do have to go and read this. I mean, even if it wasn't true, it's hilarious to think about. Like this is part of making peace. Well, no, it's and, in the and, book. How to yeah. win friends and influence people <laughs> by Pfizer. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? So, yeah, they're handing out Woody pills, I mean, in the yeah. Middle East. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the patent. Like, here's some clean water. Yeah. Here's some food rations. So, it, it all began. Here's some dick pills. 
There's some big pills. So it all began with Viagra, though, and and we're talking about all the way back to 1989, all the way up to 2011 when they extended the patent on it. So yes, you know, um, you pointed this out when we first started talking about doing this episode. Yeah. What bullshit mm. it is, you know, that most insurance plans will pay for boner pills. They will pay for phony mm-hmm. bonies. Mm-hmm. They won't pay for birth control. That is true. What the fuck? It, it's, I mean, I spent years um, when I was on the uh, oral medications paying full price. I mean, and as a single mom, you know, that was, that was hard, you know, $150, $200 a month. What, hard? It was huh. so hard. And I needed it for more than, because um, I spent a long time as a single mom not being sexually active at all because I was too busy working. You're a lot. And I needed it for not just, you know, to prevent pregnancy in the mm-hmm. event that everything else had failed, for my own health because I have, you know, other issues that surrounded it that that medication treated by proxy. So it's not, yeah. um, it, the intent of the birth control wasn't to fix this problem, but it was able to do so. So it's just, yeah, it's it's a little twisted yeah. how some of these um, or other necessary medications are either more expensive or harder to cover. It is. But and getting your dick hard, yeah. $2 a pill, folks. <laughs> Two bucks a pill. Well, it is now. And it didn't used to be, right? So these no, drugs- No, it used to be very expensive, though. Very expensive. Yeah. 20 30 bucks a pill. Uh, and of course, there was a, a gray market that came up for it and a black market that came up for it. You know, the public consciousness that became aware of drugs like Viagra, and there are others that I'm going to cover here in a second, uh, but drugs like Viagra, you know, they became such a part of American culture- but people were still afraid to go talk to their doctor about it. They weren't honest with their doctor about it. They didn't say, you know what, I'm a swinger and and I want, you know, I'm going to have sex with multiple people and I'm going to do it in mm-hmm. front of people and I'm going to have a hard time getting a hard on. Mm-hmm. That is a form of ED, folks. Yeah. That is literally dick not doing what it's supposed to do. My cock's a flopping. So how, you know, what, was it good for that? And, and it was. But what it led to was a rise of online pharmacies that were mm-hmm. selling fake Viagra, mm-hmm. and, but or it, the, the active ingredient, sildenafil citrate, mm-hmm. is in varying quantities. There was, um, and I'd have to go find the article. Or do you remember the eBay crackdown that they had oh, regarding yeah. Viagra what, specifically what, in the Silk early Road. 2000s? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was it huge. It killed people. Yeah. It absolutely killed people. There were poisonous things in these drugs that online pharmacies were selling. In 2013, and I'm going to put this in the show notes, but in 2013, Forbes wrote an article. They estimated that up to 77% of the Viagra sold online was fake and dangerous to consumers. Mm-hmm. So what's changed, right? We've got lots of drugs. So let's go over the, what the four big drugs are. Okay. Uh, first one's Viagra. Mm-hmm. Second one's Cialis. Third one is Levitra. And the fourth one is Stenda. Uh, and sh- the fourth uh, one is new to me. I've heard of the first three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Stenda is not nearly as popular. Stendra, Stendra. I'm sorry, okay. not Stenda, Stendra. I'm, it sounds like a sweetener. It does. <laughs> Can I have a little Stendra in my coffee, please? Can Light on the cream. <laughs> Heavy cream after I take a Stendra. Just, <laughs> just not in the pool, okay? Not in the pool. Don't do it in the pool. Okay, so let's. So we've talked about Viagra. So what is Viagra? Viagra uh, comes in a couple of different sizes. 100 milligram, 50 milligram, 25 milligram. Those are the three sizes for official Viagra. If you get Viagra as a generic today, it's called sildenafil, and it's much cheaper, but it comes in 20 milligram sizes. You characteristically don't get bigger sildenafils. They do make them all the way up to 100 milligram, but most of the time just give you the 20s. 
Um, that said, uh, what's it like to take a Viagra? For those of you that haven't taken one before, I have taken one, and so has Mallory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're supposed to take it up to an hour before sexual interaction for, you know, prime effect. However, if you don't normally have an ED problem, so let's get this disclaimer out of the way. Yes. Do not take prescription medication for recreational purposes. Casual Swinger does not support the consumption of drugs for recreation in any kind, any shape, any form. However, always consult your doctor, always consult your doctor and be fucking honest with your doctor. But that said, if you're going to take one, uh, what happens to you? You take it about an hour before sex. You're going to you're going to feel stuffy. You'll definitely feel something in your eyes. Um, Side effects can include everything up to, you know, anal leakage. I think they put that on every side effect. I literally had every side effect. Did you have anal leakage? No, I did not have anal leakage, but my tummy hurt like all day the next day. I was on a liquid diet. If you read the list of side effects on Pfizer's website for for, uh, Viagra, you will be like, how can anyone have sex in that condition? literally. (laughs) And you can have one. You can have all of them. For me personally, it's never really given me much of an issue. You know, maybe a little bit of stuffy stuffy nose or whatever Mm -hmm. and off you go. Um, my recommendation, uh, you know, again, is you talk to your doctor and get the right one. If you get the 100 milligram pills, break them up, <laughs> cut them yeah. into fours because they're brutal. Uh, if you take 100 yeah. milligrams, you Who will you have a, you'll have a heart on that you've never seen before. It's, it's like, what is this thing for? Clubbing a baby seal? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty impressive. But that's Viagra. Viagra is take it when you need it. Cialis is very different. Cialis yeah. is the one that's very different. Cialis is a daily dose. Mm-hmm. You take it in the morning and you're good to go for up to 48 hours. Uh, that is the one that most people, I think, prefer. Most of our friends in the lifestyle tend to prefer it. Dr. Rick prefers it. You're going to hear from him in a little bit where he prefers the Cialis. Yeah. Yeah. And I love I love the points that he makes um, mm-hmm. regarding that medication. I think um, I, I can see why it would be more appealing. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, if you're, if, you know, you're not, for Mallory and I, I'll be like, hey, I'm going to go take a dick pill. And she's like, cool, Cool. we're going to have a party. Uh, But, you know, some people aren't that honest with the people. Maybe you're in a new relationship. Maybe Uh you just want that extra, like, look how hard I can be. Yeah, Um, that confidence boost without. Yeah. Yeah. And those, by the the way, confidence in men, Mm -hmm. huge part of erectile dysfunction, you know. Sure. Um, uh, Dr. Rick made some interesting points coming up here in a little bit about how erectile dysfunction in men is usually physical, but in women, it's emotional, it's mm-hmm. it's personal, or they just happen to be married to an asshole. Uh, but, you know, for, for men, uh, I think for us, it's also emotional too, right? If we've had a bad oh, day, we're stressed be. out. Sure. Um, that stuff helps. Sometimes it helps at home. Or like the conversations we've had with Jeff James Pryor when you're in a... Um, Maybe a high stress situation where you are about to perform group play in the same area mm-hmm. that there's, you know, a um, psychological battle you go through, like psyching yourself out. Please work, please work, please, you know, oh, stay yeah. in the game, stay in the game because, yeah. Yeah. And, and there's absolutely, you know, nothing more frustrating than having an emotional dick. <laughs> where your dick's just like no i'm no, no, i'm not gonna perform because eight people are looking at me right now and you're looking at going no i really need you to right now and there's nothing you know it, it nothing more frustrating than not being able to get hard and then the more frustrated you get the worse it gets right you know and so jeff has talked about that in a past episode and he talked about you know eating a snickers getting out of your own head and stuff like that but mm-hmm. that's what this stuff is for now uh the last or the last two levitra is very much, very much 
like Viagra. Levitra uh, is made by Bayer, who makes the aspirin, just so you know. Uh, Viagra is a Pfizer product. Cialis is an Eli Lilly product. And then Stendra or Spedra is from Mitsubishi in Japan. But uh, Levitra is just like Viagra, basically. Same side effects, same function. Take it an hour before, off you go. Interesting. And Spedra, 30 minutes before. Or Stendra, Stevia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what was fucking Splenda. Names. Splenda. Uh, splendid. Look at my splendid Splenda cock. Uh, but yeah, 30 minutes before. All the same stuff, right? But what, you know, and I thought about buying this stuff online before it was cool. You did. You did. And now we're seeing a lot of um, stuff like this becoming available, like the For Hims. Yeah. Um, Roman. So let's talk about those services. Roman. Yeah. Yeah. So Roman and For Hims are two major online pharmacies that have popped up. Mm-hmm. And so Roman in particular, you know, with these guys, there's no reason to use a shady online pharmacy anymore. No, there's really not because the, so here's how it works. We'll talk Roman for a second. We'll just start with Roman. We'll work our way to for hims. Uh, but when you log into Rome or it's uh, getroman.com, I'm going to put the link in the show notes, but you go there and you talk about your life. You talk about your health, your weight, your, your medical history, because a doctor's going to review that and, you don't have to necessarily speak to the doctor. You can just answer all the questions and they will decide whether to issue you a prescription and it's a legitimate prescription that they can fill for you in their online pharmacy. Done. Mm-hmm. Easy peasy. Yep. Uh, which but is super cool. It, yeah. Consumer beware though. Yes. I mean, it's still, it's a, an intermediary. Always going to your doctor, I think, is the better plan to make sure, especially if this is a first time prescription for you, to make sure, you know. That yeah. there's no hidden uh, issues that could uh, exacerbate, you know, maybe something going on. Maybe there's like a heart murmur that could be. You should always present. consult your physician yeah. before doing anything, yeah. including starting an exercise regimen because she'll throw your back out. Or, how <laughs> <laughs> my back hurts. Um, but you did throw your back out. I did. It fucking sucks. Um, but you should also consult your doctor, even if you're going to get these to an online pharmacy. Tell your doc you're doing it. Right. And when yeah. you hear from Dr. Rick here in a little bit, you're going to hear like we found out grapefruit juice. What the fuck? Yeah. Don't Seriously? take grapefruit juice. I mean, I think only my grandparents drink grapefruit juice at this point. I can't, and I can't even think of a good drink that uses it. I like actually grapefruit in my drink. Oh, but. Yeah. OK, well, there you go. Yeah. Um, but so let's talk about Roman for a second. Roman was founded by a 26 year old dude who had his first instance of erectile dysfunction at 17 years old. Wow. And it was due to a heart complication. He had a heart issue. Mm hmm. And he couldn't talk to his doctor about erectile dysfunction. He struggled. His name is Zachariah Retano, Zachariah Retano, and he founded Roman.com because he had so much trouble as a young person having this conversation. Well, and see, that's, that takes another taboo away because mm-hmm. I, I guess in our heads when we talk about Viagra and Cialis, the picture we have are the Bob Doles of the world mm-hmm. or our dads of the world, you know, these, you know, middle-aged and older men and these are the only ones that need it because it's age related that's not true no it is not true this guy was a young dude and you know what he's a freaking billionaire now because he got an and actually and he's got a hard dick and his dick's hard as a rock so he's getting <laughs> laid uh no they just got uh so roman just took an 88 million dollar uh venture funding round and for him's got a 50 million dollar round so people believe in this Right, the angels out there that are investing believe in these uh, these services because it is legit. It's a legit pharmacy, and you know they're expanding. It is. Yeah, and they're doing a lot more than just like, yeah, yeah. It's a lot more than dick pills. So I know you had told me that um, they're doing what 
prostate control, some, you know, smoking cessation. What else? Yeah. Well, for hims is doing uh, hair growth, uh, the, the hair stuff for hims. Mm -hmm. uh, for they've got, I think, shaving kits and they sell underwear. They I mean, it's, it's kind of one-stop shopping for dudes. Yeah. And they have a for hers that's coming out too. But there was something interesting. You said uh, Roman was also looking into suppressive medication. Yeah. Oh, the that's right. Well, Roman is doing it. Yeah. So for people that are HSV 1 and 2, which is, is herpes, uh, they sell those meds on roman.com mm -hmm. you can and i don't remember what the med is called i looked it up but it's, it'll yeah. be in the show notes if you want to check it out if that's something that that you struggle with they sell that too which you know again there's a taboo right if you feel like maybe you know cold sores are, are a problem for you which like i want to say it's in the 70 percentile range that people that get cold sores um that suppressive med is the same med that you take if you have genital herpes correct and some people just won't ask for it they're like mm -mm, i don't want anybody to think the wrong thing you know yeah, right like, but if my cleaning lady found my Valtrex in the top <laughs> drawer she'll never wipe the toilet seat again right it's so not true no and, and so it does take those taboos away i love that roman gives people that capability but it is super important as mallory said guys if you're going to use one of these services yes they ask the questions mm -hmm. answer them honestly uh and talk to your doctor too Right, because think about it. That doctor's prescribing you in a vacuum. Yes. And that he's saying, I'm just gonna treat this one thing. But if you're on nitrates for your heart, mm -hmm. you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. It'll I mean, kill you. Some antibiotics. Yeah. And like yeah. He, like Dr. Rick says here in a little bit, uh, you know, if your doctor doesn't know you're on him, he could kill you by doing the wrong thing. So make sure that uh, that you do that sort of thing. But you know Well, it just got really dark and it serious. Did. And scary. Let's go back to the fun stuff. So for example, how, in our experience, um, over the last 12 years of being in the lifestyle, mm -hmm. have, have you seen, in your mind, have you seen uh, Swinger Insurance be a real thing, more people using it? I Especially in the last five years, mm -hmm. I've seen it discussed more openly. I've actually, I've had, I've seen it happen mm -hmm. when I wasn't supposed to see it. They skitter off to the bathroom or pop something in their pops mouth. Pops in their mouth and they're being all like, you know, trying to incognito. Mm -hmm. Um, and you knew kind of had a feeling that's what was going on, but, um, you know, th they're definitely having more conversations about it. Yeah. I think it's a lot more open like mm -hmm. down at Hedo. People talk about it all the time. Yeah. And personally, I'm not offended. Like mm -hmm. if, if I, I was on a date with another man and he took one right in front of me, I, I wouldn't take that personally. Like, oh, I'm not attractive enough or, you know, or, oh, I'm just not going to do it for him. Cause that's not the case. So here's he the question. He just promised me a good time. <laughs> So what What if he took it and you're like, well, I wasn't going to fuck him. So now he's in for a really long night. Then that's going to make for a very awkward conversation over coffee. <laughs> Can you imagine that, fellas? You're out with a girl and you think it's going well. You pop the pill and you're like, yep, you're sleeping on a kickstand because she yeah. left early. Yeah. Half and masturbating furiously for the next four, four hours. hours. <laughs> There's not enough porn. That would be terrible. So, you know. What's the experience like? All right. So for those of you that haven't taken it, I know there's a few of you going, I've never needed it. I never will. Guess what, fellas? You're missing out. <laughs> All right. So it's, it can be kind of amazing. But okay. it's 18-year-old dick, right? That's we've talked about that before. It's like the motherfucker. Just it really is. And, I, and it's it's like it won't quit. Mm -hmm. I think I, we, I had to ration you there for a while. <laughs> Because you broke it. Yeah. It you was, broke it. Yeah. I, yeah. Her, her pussy was like, mm -mm, ixnay, yeah. mm -mm, no more. Like um, I couldn't bend over to pick up like anything off the floor. Someone dropped a sock. Wham. <laughs> yeah. Give it up. Uh, you know, it, it's so that and it, it's fast recovery time, right? So you can pop yeah. and pop and pop again. 
And I, I wonder if it has any effect on the volume. I think in my head, like uh, when I know you've taken one, like I think there's more. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's more come. I think there definitely is. Uh, but you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb and say some of it is psychological. Maybe more confidence. Yeah. Like you just kind of know you've got one in the chamber, right? You know that, you know, you're going to be okay. And, and when things go down, not downhill, but just down in the lifestyle and there's people around, you know, it's supposed to function. So the only block that you have is in your head. Mm -hmm. That's the worst part. And that's the thing. Viagra, Cialis, Levitra, Stevia, whatever the other one's called. Yeah. Um, if you're not in the game. <laughs> Strenda. <laughs> So if you're not in the game, those are not going to save you. It won't work, by the way. Yeah. yeah. If you're not turned on, it's not going to work, which means you're probably not going to walk around Publix with a heart on, even though Mallory thinks that's fucking hilarious it to do to me. Hilarious, especially when you're wearing the basketball shorts and there's no hiding it. I get arrested for being hard in the meat aisle. And you're so tall. Like I'm looking around. And I'm like, OK, any child under the age of seven needs to keep like a five foot berth because you turn around, you're going to knock them in the forehead. <laughs> Well, they're, they're staring me right in the one-eyed viper through my shorts. I mean, that's... that's How just... awful would that be? Explain that one over Thanksgiving dinner to our family. Oh, absolutely terrible. But you know what? These things do happen. Uh, so once again, uh, if you think, you know, that these might be for you, uh, mm -hmm. you know, obviously recreational use is up. Is it a narcotic? No. Um, you know, if you're a healthy person, otherwise there's, there's probably no reason not, you know, to, to give it a go, but talk to your doctor or check out for That's F O R H I M S or get Roman.com. Now, both of those sites do have things that are outside the ED realm. They do. And interesting. You know what? I don't think it's, I just don't think it's a bad thing anymore. I think this is probably one of those things that'll end up over the counter sooner or later. You do? Yeah, I think sooner or later. Okay. I mean, you know. That's interesting. The money's got to wear off. It's just, there's just, I mean, there's side effects. If you take Motrin the wrong way, you die. Correct. You take, you know, Sudafed the wrong way, you die. Yeah. Uh, if you take this the wrong way, you die. So it's it's going to be all about the, the litany of, uh, you know, concerns they write on the back. Don't take this with this or that. Do this, not that. Eat this, not that. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do think eventually it's... I mean, you can buy condoms over there. I mean, I tell you what, let's talk about one more thing that is dangerous. Your cock? It can be, especially okay. the good stuff. Um, I saw pills at the gas station the other day, the Rhino oh, 1000. And you know what? Those things have been around forever. Um, like there's like a like a spitting cobra picture, and I can't remember what oh, it was the imagery called. on these things is fucking hilarious. It's like masculinity giant and it's rhino horn yeah. cock yeah you know and it's and the, and the imagery on these packages is hilarious and, the, and, and they're cheap like mm -hmm. five ten bucks mm -hmm. for this package now yeah. i'm getting my hair cut at the barber shop the other day and the owner of the barber shop brings me the package and starts talking to me about how he was hard all weekend and fucked the brakes off this new girl and this stuff was so awesome and he felt great when he took it and i said what's in it he had no idea he spent $10 on a rhino pill, which, by the way, it looked like, I mean, it was like the size of a lug nut. <laughs> and he holds this fucking thing up, and he's like, it's awesome, you know. And, and and he took it, and I'm like, would you have been hard anyway? It was a new girl, and she did have a nice ass. He showed me a picture. And um, he's like, probably. He's like, this just gave me more confidence. So I wonder, what's in that? Is in, Is it FDA approved? No, it is not. These yeah. pills that you buy at the Doesn't gas station. Doesn't make it station, safe either, but. It could be dirt. 
<laughs> he could have taken a dirt pill for all he I knows. do think it's fascinating, though, that in his head that he was like, oh, mega hardcock, and automatically trusted and ingested it without even reading the back of the packaging. Right. Because they're required to list ingredients. Mm. Yeah. So, like, no it idea. was probably, like, Chinese herbs and, like you said, maybe some thyme or oregano or who fucking knows. I, I just, it blows me away that people will just put shit in their mouth. Yeah. No questions asked. Yeah. And I, I, like, I was fascinated. And it, and it just keeps, you know, happening. I mean, you go to any gas station, you yeah. see it. So, let's look at that versus these online pharmacies. Roman, hymns getting Via- Viagra, Cialis, yeah. Stevia. <laughs> Strenda. How do I know this and you don't? But when, you know, uh, what's the difference? Um, I think that's a lot safer. You know what you're getting, right? And you know that it was designed for this, even though it was designed to treat angina. So funny. Why does angina make me think of vagina? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> you're like, other you're than it sounds bird. really close, but yeah. vulva versus uvula, I don't know. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good one. So, you know, we've got a whole lot of articles uh, on, you know, kind of the history of Viagra and these pills and hymns and Roman and all that. Plus, we've got an interview coming up for you just here in a few minutes where we talk to Dr. Rick. And Dr. Rick's going to get a little more specific on what some of these side effects are and how they affect you. So listen up. Um, This is a new contributor to us here at Casual Swinger. We met them at Hito. Ah, that was that was all my plan. Yeah, it was. Mallory teed that up for me. She's like, let me introduce you to my husband. <laughs> Actually, the thing is, I chased her around being a creeper. And I was like, I should probably I should probably introduce her to my husband. <laughs> so, so much fun. Uh, we really enjoyed uh, catching up with him. And we've got an episode coming up that's going to be a little heavy. But I think uh, it's going to be super cool with Dr. Rick. So I'm looking yes, forward to yeah, doing that. Yeah, and he's a no bullshit kind of guy. Yeah. So we're very lucky to have taken his time and invite him back for another episode later on down the road. Yeah. You guys should check out, get, uh, get Roman for hymns or just talk to your doctor. And, uh, you know, I think we had one message that we really wanted to give you guys on all of this. And that's be honest. It's kind of like a running theme for us, this whole communication, transparency, honesty. I mean, if you're not going to be, uh, you know, if you're going to be honest with anyone, you know, your doctor should be really high up on that list because and you'll hear this here in a few minutes you know they're there to help you and if you get in a situation where you need someone to have their your back that's definitely someone i want in my corner is my doctor yeah well he's got to know the truth right so he doesn't kill you yeah and 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 there's lawyer accountant somewhere way down the list is wife it's only because we judge the fuck out of you guys. But, you know, here's the thing. Do you Should you, uh, in the lifestyle, do you think you have to tell your play partners that you took a Viagra or a Cialis or a Levitra, or can you keep that to yourself? What do you think? I think that's a personal choice. I don't think that's, like, a required thing. I don't think mm-hmm. it's, like, you know, okay, so, um, you know, I have a third, you know, ball, you know. <laughs> You'll find out. If I had a third testicle, it'll yes. be in your hands at some point. Testicle, that's the word I was looking for. So we're going to wrap this thing up, and we're going to get on to Dr. Rick. Uh, hopefully you've uh, kept track of some of these names and heard some of these little jingles we've had coming your way from our friends. We have these. <laughs> we love these so much. They're so cute. So cool. But uh, Mallory, why don't you tell everybody where they can find us, and we'll get on. Yeah, guys. So if you have questions and want to get in touch with us, please send us an email at podcast at casualswinger.com. We love hearing from you. Feel free to leave us a review on iTunes and you can find us as Casual Swinger everywhere. That's Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, 
SLS, SDC, Cassidy.com, Double Date Nation, and that's it. <laughs> that's it. We'll be right back with Dr. Rick. You're listening to Casual Swinger. Dick so stiff, she'll run and hide. She'll let you give her friends a ride. Welcome back, everybody, to Casual Swinger. You got Mallory here. And I'm Mickey. And we've got our special, special guest. We do. person to introduce. Dr. Rick, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Uh, we're killing it. Great. So, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes. And thank you for being willing to talk to uh, our listeners and uh, and do so in, in your signature style of no bullshit. So we're, uh, we're looking forward to this. But uh, you know what? Let's get started. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Dr. Rick. How long have you been a doctor? What's your area of specialty? That sort of thing. Well, I finished medical school in 2003 and uh, finished residency in 06, uh, board-certified family physician. And uh, lately, I've been working exclusively emergency room uh, as a practice because of the schedule. Uh, I got tired of being on call for so many years, and I actually wanted to enjoy my life. And with our involvement in the lifestyle, we like to travel to Hedo, et cetera. And if I'm tied to an office, it makes it almost impossible to do that. So the ER schedule is much more flexible for me. So uh, that's what I do these days. You had to settle for saving lives, really. I know. <laughs> but you know, that's where we met you and your stupefyingly beautiful life, yes. wife, right? We met you guys at Hito, so that was uh, kismet, right? That's right. I'll never forget the hat. Uh, the, the crazy guy <laughs> with this massive hat walking around the pool. I believe I followed your wife around in what uh, Mickey likes to call the Randy Savage, the pink fringe at Glow Night. Yeah, that yeah. was that, awesome. That was that was quite the outfit. You know, it was funny. Oh, she man. actually was a little intoxicated and ended up losing that outfit <gasps> down there. Uh, <laughs> oh. oh, we must find a copy right. because that was amazing. <laughs> Smashing on her. I mean, I would have been happy to help her lose the outfit. But, I mean, just saying, but that's all right. So, well, thanks for joining us. We're going to talk swinger insurance today. And, you know, all along this today, we've been, we've had some fun. Um, you haven't heard him yet, but we've got these jingles that our listeners did to the nationwide theme, right? All about Viagra and hard dicks and all kinds of stuff. So that's been a lot of fun, but let's talk a little bit about ED medication. It's really commonplace. Like we, you know, you guys go to Hito too, based on the numbers we're seeing on Google, it's clear people are using it recreationally. So let's talk about ED and, and recreational use. And is it a bad thing? And, and what is, what's the deal with ED in America today? Well, you know, the uh, ED is, is multiple causes and it's varies between men and women, of course, because Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina, like we've always heard. Uh, the the most common cause of uh, sexual dysfunction in women is actually uh, emotional, psychological problems, and basically they're in bed with an asshole most of the time. <laughs> um, there's no pill for that. There's just a divorce lawyer if you need it. But, um, oh, I get a lot of those in Florida. Yeah. $99. <laughs> 100 bucks. Make it happen. Which may be cheaper than the pills long term. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, right. Okay, so so for men it's a it's a physical reason and for women they're just with a guy that can't get the shit done. Okay. Correct. You know, there are some uh, you know, a lot of times with the women it's uh, you know, they may be on a depression medication that may be inhibiting their uh sexual function and it may be you know, something like that going on. They they need to talk to a doctor about it and have their medicines adjusted. If if one medicine isn't working for you, there's a host of others we can use that may not have the the side effects that you're experiencing. 
with the men, though, it's, you know, a lot of times it's a uh, physical issue. And, and, you know, the guys, they, they get older, get out of shape, they don't exercise. And sexual health is part of your overall health. If, you know, if you're out of shape, you're not taking care of yourself, it's, it's hard to expect your body to work right if, if the rest of you isn't right as well. And that's sort of the issue with the recreational use. Um, these medicines are not necessarily without side effects or, or that sometimes there can be some serious issues if you take them in a contraindicated manner, which would, you know, if you're a heart patient and you take nitroglycerin, it's always the biggest problem. And you could actually kill yourself by taking a Viagra if you're in the wrong circumstance like that. So that's why we always recommend that you see a physician and, most doctors, I think if you're honest with them, tell them what you need it for and why. I, I don't see them keeping you if you know, from having it if you, if you really could use it. Uh, they just want to make sure that you're safe when you take it. Um, you know, you know, For example, if, you, if you're a heart patient and you were to go to the emergency room with chest pain mm-hmm. and you didn't tell them that you were on Viagra or Cialis or Levitra, they could actually kill you by accident. So it's, it's very important that you be honest with your physician. That's not terrifying at all. (laughs) No, but you're absolutely right. You should be transparent. It's probably a difficult conversation to have for some going in because they're afraid of judgment or maybe it's a little emasculating or maybe it's a, it's a worry I'm getting older or or whatever the psychological stuff that guys may go through. I'm a girl. I I, I get the self doubt and you know, the reservation side of it, but I, I wouldn't know what, it feels like to be a guy with erectile dysfunction either. And I won't pretend to, but, um, in your opinion, is it just middle age men requesting these drugs or, or are there like a lot of men out there requesting ED medication today? Do you think that there's a statistic or a percentage? Oh, you know, it's, it's statistically more frequent in older men, but it, all men can experience it. My first, uh, I, um, experience with erectile dysfunction, I was 25 years old. Uh, my, I grew up in a very strict background, wow. and believe it or not, I was actually a virgin on my wedding night. And wow. for me growing up, sex was always a, a taboo thing. It was something to be afraid of, to stay away from. So mm-hmm. naturally, on my wedding night, I had problems. And it wasn't a physical problem. It was psychological and emotional, but it was still there. So, you know, as a 25-year-old man with no physical problems, no, no health conditions at all, I had to deal with that. And so, you know, it's, you know, I've had, had friends ask me for it just because they've been out of a relationship for a, you know, a year or two and mm-hmm. they don't want their first experience with a new woman to, to have any issues. So sometimes it's, it's, it's not really that there's a physical problem. It's, it's more of a psychological safety net that, mm-hmm. that they know that they're not going to have a problem that night. And just the first time they, they want the confidence of, like you said, the insurance policy. Right on. Eighteen year old dick, right? Ex- so <laughs> exactly. Right. right and look yeah. how far you've come. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's been a journey. It really has. Well, I got my pom poms out for you. I just picked my job off the floor. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> it's funny because when we talk about dysfunction, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it just the the meaning the- of the word dysfunction as as a guy mm-hmm. uh, from the time we turn thirteen sounds like broken. Yeah. From the time we turn 13 till probably 30, that fucker's hard all the time, <laughs> right? It's it's like a sundial. You're following it around. And then the first time it doesn't work, it's fucking terrifying. You're like, oh, my God, my dick doesn't work. What the hell's going on? So, you know, does and, – and, of course, we told a story during the beginning of the last segment <laughs> that you haven't heard, Rick, uh, but Mallory – 
went to get me. My dad gave me a whole bunch of Viagra once. Uh, he was in a car accident, and he's a quadriplegic. And uh, But he had them, and he gave them to me. So I had them, and we had some friends over, and we were going to have a lifestyle experience. And I was like, hell yeah, I want the insurance policy. So she went up to get it for me, and when she grabbed it, she grabbed an Aleve for herself. They're very similar pills in a lot of ways. <laughs> okay, let's backtrack that. Like, if you looked at them and compared them side by side, no, you can definitely tell the difference. Well, you couldn't. I <laughs> did not bother and to look. So that leads me to my question where she took a Viagra. Um, are there pills or drugs that have similar effects on women? We know the, the, the tissue in the body, the erectile tissue is present in both men and women. They've mm. done studies to see if it would benefit women. And as far as I know, all of the studies have, have been not helpful for women. And Amen. I think what it boils down to is it's not because the the tissues don't work. It's just that the women don't have the problems that men have. Uh, they they typically have a emotional problem or psychological problem. And like my wife always tells me, if you want to have a great sexual experience tonight, it starts in the kitchen. It's uh, you do the dishes for me. You you treat me well all day long, and then at night I'm ready to go. And versus if I'm an asshole all day and and treat her like shit, then I'm not going to expect a great experience in the bedroom that night. It's just not going to happen. I don't know that I would let you in the bedroom. I feel like I need to put that on a t-shirt. Great sex starts in the kitchen by Dr. Rick. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a quote. It's freaking awesome. <laughs> Take care of the lady and good things are going to happen. I like happen. that it can be interpreted in, in multiple ways as well. Well, yeah, I think too, the sooner you realize the women run the show in this lifestyle, the, the happier your experience is. Oh, Yeah. So with the various medic medications out there, you know, we talked about Viagra, there's like Cialis, Sidenafil, which is, I guess, is a generic. Mm -hmm. There's, you mentioned that there's some, you know, uh, interactions possibly with other drugs. What are the, like, some common side effects, though? Does this, well, like, you know, run, they are they very common with all of the pills? Is there any, like, differentiators that, you know, maybe Cialis versus Viagra? Right, right. Yeah, there, there's uh, different. I mean, they all have the basic same side effects, but different uh, ones have, have more strong side effects or uh -huh. you know, affect different people differently. And, you know, my advice is, is to choose a, a medicine based on what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if you want the older one, of course, is Viagra. And, you know, the, the side effects overall is sometimes it causes headaches or some uh, reflux or um, some diarrhea, or runny nose. Some people have nosebleeds. The coolest side effect to me with Viagra is, yeah, yeah, it's a blue <laughs> tinge to your vision. Um, so you kind of get a blue haze over your vision when you take it. Uh, some of them I've noticed don't quite have the, the strength. Like sometimes Viagra has a pretty strong headache afterwards, whereas when I take Cialis, it's it's not. I don't have the blue haze to my vision. I don't get as strong of a headache. Mm -hmm. One of the things I like about the, the Cialis is it has a daily dosing. Um, I don't necessarily want to have to plan my sexual encounter around a pill. And you can actually get a daily dose of Cialis, and you can take it in the morning, and you're just ready to go all the time. And that's sometimes beneficial. Or maybe a guy doesn't want his wife or his partner to know that, He's taking it, so he could take it, you know, privately, and no one even knows. Versus having to pause your date and let me go take my pill around. So. A little less conspicuous. I like that. Okay. Okay. Right. Good so to know. That's kind of a, a, a personal side effect mm -hmm. too, right? I mean, it's, it's the the function of the pills themselves. And there's a new one that has a 30 minute 
uh, release time on it now where you take it 30 minutes before. So you really do pop it right before you throw down because if you don't spend 30 minutes on foreplay, you're probably not doing the job anyway. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. That's Stendra. Yeah. The, the yes. Ivanophil. Yeah. Stendra. That's right. Uh, I haven't seen that one in the wild yet, but uh, that's, that's the one. Obviously you would know what that is. You're the doctor, but so ha- go ahead. I haven't personally tried that one yet. Uh, I've always been happy with just the uh, Cialis and the uh, Viagras. I've tried some Levitra too. The, my favorite, I think, for me is just the Cialis. You know, personally, I've I've tried the big three. Um, I've tried Viagra, I've tried Cialis, and I've tried Levitra. Levitra is no different from Viagra in my personal opinion, my personal experience. Um, you know, and uh, characteristically, uh, because I use Roman, uh, I get Sildenafil, and it works fine. And actually, I mean, if I you know, pop a couple of those, the little 20 milligram ones. They last all day. I mean, I'm hard whenever I want to be yeah. for 24 hours. So yeah. it has a different right. effect on me personally. And even, you know, with the Cialis, I've noticed on beyond the 24 hours, even later in the week, it's still going strong. So Right, but that's usually a little bit disconcerting when you're at Publix in line and your shorts <laughs> are rubbing you just the right way and you're harder than Chinese algebra. I I find it entertaining. I know you do because you're an asshole. (laughs) But I'm not going to get arrested. So obviously, Doc, as a medical professional, it's not recommended to take prescription medication recreationally. But if somebody does, and we know they do, what are some health concerns that they should be aware of before taking these drugs? Well, you know, it's it's basically boils down to your overall your health. And it's always nice to have somebody watching over your shoulder and, and making sure you're not going to hurt yourself with these things, which is why we have the physicians that typically dispense these for you. And I, we recommend that strongly because your doctor's on your side. He, his, uh, his goal is to take care of you. And if there's a reason you shouldn't take it, you probably want to know about that. And also, you know, if there's a complication from taking it, like the, um, the priapism, where you can get the painful sustained erections, you can actually do some permanent damage to your body if, if you don't get that handled and taken care of. And if you've got a doctor watching over your shoulder and you get into trouble, it, it's easy to make a phone call and have some help. And if you're on your own, then you're sitting in an emergency room with a, a hard dick and it's embarrassing and versus, you know, calling a, an on-call doctor who knows your medical history, who can help you without you having to go through the, the emergency process. So it's not a, it is a great idea to have a, a doctor there, you know, looking over your shoulder and taking care of you. And just remember, he's on your side. He's, he's there to help you. He's not there to, to criticize you or give you a hard time. He, he's there to help. And I think a lot of people would be a lot happier if they were able to find a you know physician that could take care of them and 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 help them get what they need in a good way that you know make sure that they're safe when they use it and if they did have a problem then they've got some backup somebody to help them when they get in trouble well and you know it goes without saying that your doctor is one of those people you shouldn't lie to your accountant your lawyer right don't don't lie to the people that can save you from fucking yourself right uh but right, right. And, and it's amazing to me how many people, you know, come in and they, they pay a large amount of money to get help and then they hide hide information or, or don't give us full disclosure. And I think I think they're afraid of, of being criticized or judged, but it's just not how it is. We're there to help you. We, we really actually do care. We want to help. And, you know, if there's a way we can give you what you need or what you're asking for in a safe way, we're, we're going to do that for you. Well, so when talking about priapism and it's just a follow up that, that, you know, we comes up based on what you said, but priapism is when you have a hard dick that won't go away, as you just said. Uh, and when that happens, isn't it true um, that Sudafed counters those effects? 
Yeah, it can help, and sometimes that can reverse the reverse the effects. And other times, we have to actually physically drain the corpus cavernosum and your penis. And the risk for not getting it taken care of is it can cause scar tissue and permanent permanent damage. And you know, if you're you catch it early on within the first 24 hours, usually we can fix it for you and and help you. If it goes beyond 48 hours, then I think the studies show that there's definite damage from it, and you really need to get help if you get in trouble with these. Well, I mean, they always said, what is it, erections lasting longer than four hours? Uh, call your doctor. And I say call a friend. Yeah, you say call a friend. <laughs> this thing's not Have going anywhere. Have the party anywhere. first and then get the help, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that you were um, you were very blunt about, you know, essentially get, making sure you give every piece of the puzzle to your doctor. Like you said, they're not there to judge. You guys are there to help. And I love that you said, what was it, your accountant, your lawyer, mm-hmm. but you did leave out your spouse. Oh, that's because, you know, <laughs> spouses lie, lie to you. each other all the time. <laughs> oh, I didn't track well, that shit in the kitchen. It's not even about, like, <laughs> lying, it's, a, it's consequences, because we will judge the fuck out of it's each other. It's self-fucking preservation. Yeah. <laughs> this boner is natural, I promise. <laughs> um, so, uh, let's see. Did we already talk about the interactions here um, with other medications? Like, is there anything that anyone who may be out there, you know, taking it recreationally, is there anything um, that like a Viagra or Cialis interacts with it that could be very serious? You know, what about alcohol? What about other medications? Yeah, I'm talking about the people that, you know, our, our listeners out there that somebody gave a Viagra to. And I mean, hey, if you're listening and you've got one in your hand, the, you know, if there's a list of drugs, these people should not take this with. We want them to know. Right, right, and there, you know, so there's some basic generalities like antifungals. If you're on a, an antifungal that's an oral medication, you don't want to mix it with uh, the these medicines. Uh, the macrolide antibiotics, which are taken often for urinary tract infections, they don't mix well. Um, then you know, there's there's other ones that are less severe. Uh, definitely, the biggest one is the nitroglycerin, which we take for. Um, you know, heart disease. The uh, large amounts of grapefruit juice is a bad idea. And, and really? of course, alcohol. Sorry. I said, really? Grapefruit juice? Yeah, it actually interacts with the way the liver metabolizes these uh, medications and it, it can actually interfere with, with their metabolism. And um, and alcohol can also cause some uh, low blood pressures if you, if you take a lot of this. So um, mm. definitely things to be careful with. Really, really interesting. So uh, there you go, guys. That's uh, that's that's kind of a big deal. So let's uh, let's talk about how to have this conversation. So as a doctor, you know, you you see you know people from all walks of life, old people, young people, men, women, kids. Obviously, uh, kids aren't going to come in and talk about it, but dads might. And how 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 should you approach this with your doctor? What's the best way to approach it um, if you do have an ED problem uh, and if you don't, right? And you're just like, look, I really just really want to play with this shit. So how do you do it? Is there a way to have this conversation with your doctor that's straightforward where the doc's not going to be like, do you really need it? I think the key is, is to be straightforward. I mean, you walk into a, into the office and keep in mind that you know, these days with medicine, you're on a time frame. So you don't want to wait until you know the last 30 seconds of your time with him to bring it up. Just just be honest. Say, you know, I'm in the lifestyle, which means I have sex with multiple partners. Uh, my wife and I go to sex resorts and you know, the, the big key down there is we have a lot of sex all the time. And, you know, at my age, it's hard for me to keep up sometimes with the younger guys or the younger women. And I, you know, I need some help while I'm down there. And, you know, I just be honest, I, I, I need this medicine for this short time in my life, uh, 
once a year, twice a year, and you know, let him look over your medical history and check your blood pressure, make sure it's going to be safe for you to use. And I don't think a doctor would, you know, hold you back from, from what you're asking for as long as you do things in a safe and responsible way. Once again, be honest. Very right. much so. Exactly. I think that's the and first I mean, person, I, I, yeah, you have to out yourself to those, your doctor, if no one else. If you and your sure. spouse are, as a single, are participating in, you know, lifestyle activities, if no one else, not your priest, not your neighbor's, Absolutely, your doctor, because well, there's other things that you need to And they're address. doing your STD test. That doctor exactly. should be the same one that's testing you. So, I mean, they already know if you've been honest with them. So, all the better, right? And, you know, this is 2019, not 1950. I mean, we understand how the world works these days. And uh, of all people, the doctors know what's going on out there. And we understand. You know, I'm 48 years old and my wife is 15 years younger than me. So, I understand I need to keep up with her and understand <laughs> the pressures on a, on a guy. And I think a lot of other doctors do as well. Yeah, but let's just stop and give you credit for pulling a hot girl 15 years younger than you. Bravo, sir. Bravo. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't have the hat, so I had to do something. <laughs> You're adorable. That damn hat. <laughs> so we've got, you know, one more question for you. And we, we talked about in our last segment, and of course, you know, you weren't with us at the time. Uh, we talked about uh, the services like Roman and Hymns. These are these online pharmacies. Um, yes, and they, we've been exposing ourselves to him a little more often because mm -hmm. we've been hearing about him from other people using him and seeing commercials for them. Have you had any experience with these services where they do a consultation either via webinar or over the phone in order to... Or, or even just a couple of questions that you answer with clicking and off you That's go. That's true. That's true. How do you feel about those you know, as a doc? I've never used them myself. I always, you know, talk to one of my physician friends and who knows me well and if I need something myself. But uh, my concern with using a, a situation like that is, is if something goes wrong, you know, as long as everything goes well, everybody's happy. It, you know, it's no big deal where you get the medicine. But the, the problem is when you have a problem, it, you have to have somebody to help you. And, you know, there, there's a reason that doctors are, are tasked with um, giving these medicines out is because we're, we're there if, you, if something goes wrong. And if these, these prescription mills where, you know, you technically meet the legal requirements to send out a prescription, it, you know, you, you can get them that way and, you know, more power to you, but you're on your own if something goes wrong because there's no one there to help you if there's a problem. So, a so I, I think consumer beware. Right. Yeah. I think you're better if you can get with your physician and get it that way, because like I said, if you get into trouble, there's someone to help you out of trouble as well. Awesome. Well, I tell you, Doc, this has been really, really informative, and we really appreciate you joining us for the last segment on the show. And we can't wait to have you back. I know that uh, you and I are working on another great episode. I'm so, so excited. Uh, so excited. I think that one's going to be fun. We're going to have you longer uh, for that one so we can really dig in deep. But thank you very much for that. So this episode has been all about Swinger Insurance. It's been all about Viagra and Cialis and Levitra and hard dicks and so much, <laughs> so much fun. But uh, Mallory, why don't you remind everybody where they can find us and where to leave us happy reviews. And uh, we will let Dr. Rick go. Yes. So... Please, when you have a moment, give us a review on iTunes. Always makes our day to read those guys. And we're Casual Swinger everywhere. That is SDCSLS Cassidy, Double Date Nation, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Did I hit them all? I think you did. I think I got it. I think you did. Dr. Rick, thank you so much for your time. And to all of our listeners, we'll be back with you in two weeks. We hope you had a good time. 
Thank you, guys. Raging would like your 18. Took the pill, come get your fill. Fuck so hard you can't see straight.